be as consistent as you possibly can, consistent with your marketing, consistent with your phone calls, just be consistent. Best ever listeners, I want to mention Lima One Capital, and I found out about them through a guest that I was interviewing on the show, and he mentioned how he was scaling his business. He was actually buying 10 single-family homes within one year, and I asked him, how were you able to buy 10 single-family homes, and how were you financing that? He's like, oh, well, I just use an asset-based lender. I was like, who is that? And he told me it's Lima One Capital. I reached out to them afterwards, got to know them, and they are the sponsor of today's episode because they've got some unique lending programs. Uh, One of them is called Rental 30, where, as I mentioned, they're an asset-based lender. So they're lending based on the property's appraised value, as well as they look at the down payment that you're bringing to the table and the cash reserves. Uh, They'll lend up to 75% loan to value. And this is huge. This is huge because typically as a single family investor, uh, your lending strength is based on your personal income as well as how many properties you have, how many loans you have out. There's no restrictions on portfolio size with their Rental 30 program. Go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Sign up, learn more about the program. That's lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. They also have a program for fix and flippers. Even if you haven't done a fix and flip, they'll still lend to you. They've been in the business uh, since 2010. So they've been around the block. They know their underwriting guidelines. They're not loosey-goosey, but they do have a very specific uh, criteria um, that helps beginning fix and flippers get their fix and flip projects done as well as experienced fix and flippers they reward you as an experienced fix and flipper and you actually get a lower interest rate and lower origination fee again go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever and some legal stuff i have to say it is lima1 capital llc and the NMLS ID number is 1324403. And their address is 201 East McBee Avenue, Suite 300, Greenville, South Carolina, 29601. Again, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. If you're looking for a fix and flip loan or if you're looking for a buy and hold investment property, and you're trying to finance it and you want it to be asset-based, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, hello, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the show where we cut out the fluffy stuff. We don't get into it. We only talk about the best advice that moves your business forward. And we've spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and many others with us today, we've got a wholesaler who has a full-time job and a very interesting schedule, and that's what we're going to talk about. How you doing, Quentin Vanderpool? I'm doing good, uh, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. Nice to meet you and looking forward to diving in a little bit about Quentin. He is based in Port St. Lucie, Florida. His focus is wholesaling. He also has a full-time job being a merchant marine where he goes on a boat for 28 days and then he comes back for 28 days. So he's just starting out wholesaling. He's done one deal himself and he's partnered on a joint venture with others three or four times. 
So the focus of our conversation is how to manage the joint ventures and how he's able to do that and lessons he's learned so far along the way as a beginning wholesaler who also has a a pretty unique schedule. With that being said, Quentin, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your focus? Well, you know, I I, I got into this about a year ago and, um, you know, I sought out a coach and a, a mentor and I started going that way. And, and, and this aspect of real estate or, or any aspect of real estate is something that I've never done before. So I'm, I'm very new and very green. So I, I sought out the coach and, and started doing this. And as you said, I have the, the crazy schedule so that it's really challenging to get everything in order with that kind of schedule and do this. But, you know, if I can do this, anybody can do this, Joe. All right. So you are a merchant marine and you go on a boat for 28 days. Do you have access to internet and, and phone or not? Well, yes and no. We do have internet on the boat and there's, there's phones, but the, the phones are boat phones for boat business. So I can't conduct any of my business from those. And we do have internet for personal use. It's uh, a satellite internet connection and it's extremely slow. Thank dial up. It's, you know, it's something I can't watch videos or, and um, I can do to voice Skype calls and stuff like that, but it's very sketchy. It's on and off. The calls get dropped a lot. So it's not something that's really sustainable for business. Okay. So basically when you're on the boat for 28 days, you can't do business, period. I can chat with, with the people that I partner with and stuff like that, but I can't deal with any kind of, of customer relations or sellers or buyers or or anything like that. It's just not a good enough connection to do anything like that. How long ago did you do your first wholesale deal? Um, I think it was in November I did my first deal. Okay, so that is, I don't know, like five or so months ago. Right, right. You did your first deal. How did you put the deal together while having this crazy 28 days on, 20 days off schedule? Well, you know, I... I come home and, and, and I do the thing. Some of this stuff, I'm not fully automated yet, but some of the stuff does happen and some of the stuff I'm able to do, like marketing. I can do some, some mail and stuff while I'm away through, through emailing vendors and stuff like that. So, so I had just sent out some mail and, and I, I got a seller that was motivated and I was able to, and the, the time that I was home, I was able to, to make contact with the motivated seller. I was able to lock up the deal. I was able to move the purchase agreement to a buyer and close it all before I left back to work. And, and I think that happened in about, I think from, from the initial phone call with the seller to the time the deal was closed, that I had a check in my hand was nine days. That's great. How much was the check for? $5,900. Awesome. That's a, that's a great first start. How much did you spend in marketing and miscellaneous costs to get to that point, not including the cost of your time? Um, is that all the marketing that I had done up to that point or, or the marketing for that particular campaign? I would say all that you'd done up to that point, if, you, if that was your first deal. That, that was my first deal. And I, I had... Like I said, it, it kind of all goes back to the schedule, but I had spent quite a bit um, with 
with, you know, I, like I said, I hired a mentor and, and then the, the marketing I had probably, I had probably at least that much, maybe, maybe a little more into marketing. It took me a while to get my first deal. Okay. So you got your first deal nine days and I, I love it because your clock is like ticking on a 28 day window. So you've got to have like the, the outside world, i.e. your, your job forces you to do things in a compressed time frame. I think, I think that's actually a benefit. Would you agree? Well, it, it is a benefit and it's, and it's, it's a little daunting sometimes because I mean, as soon as I set foot on land, I start. And I mean, if, if I get a seller, say a week before I'm about to leave, I'm almost forced to go ahead and, and pass that to my joint venture partner because it's, you know, I would have to market it, sell it, and then close it. And I don't want to be in the middle of a process of, of say, closing and there's an issue and nobody can get a hold of me. You know, it, it's, it's kind of, it, but it does, there is a fair amount of good pressure that says, hey, you know, I have to get started and I have to get this done to make this happen. Let's talk about the joint ventures. How do you structure your joint ventures? Well, I, I have some great people that I work with here and I, I just, you know, we, we, they're, they're, like I said, they're really great people. They understand my situation. So what happens is at any point in the process, I can just pass it to them and we do split it 50, 50. So I can actually take it up to any point and just say, Hey, I have to go. Here's this. Um, and depending on the time frame, I may try to go ahead and close it or, um, Last time I had left, I had locked up a great, great house, a great deal. And it was, you know, it was probably about four or five days before I had to leave. And I just, I, I called my partner and I said, you know what, you know, I can start this. But by the time I get it out there, market it, market it and get a, get a buyer talking to me, it's going to be time for me to go. So I just, you know, I said, hey, man, it's probably prudent if I just hand this to you. And we, we both get a little bit from it, you know. And how do you structure it? Is it 50-50? Yes, it's 50-50. Okay, 50-50. And is, is it 50-50 anytime? Has it been 50-50 up until this point in all your joint ventures? Right, it has been 50-50 and, and it will probably stay 50-50. And like I said, it would be at, at any point um, in time that, you know, any point in the transaction or in the process, I can just go ahead and pass it to them. And we'll go ahead and, and, and split it like that. Nice and simple. So how many joint ventures have you done? Was it three or four? Somewhere around there. I don't know the exact number. Um, I, I There's a couple in the pipeline right now. So I, I think there's been three and I think there's two in the pipeline at this point. How many checks have you received from wholesale transactions? I believe four checks. Four checks. Okay. So um, the first one was the one you did yourself. And then right. what are the numbers on another deal? Oh, one of the deals was a really small one. Um, I believe I, I then being split, I think I received about 2,400 from it. And I know there was, there was a, the really good one that I locked up. Um, the total on that was I think 13 K. So I got half of that, or maybe it was 12 K and I got half of that. I got about, um, six K out of that one. And on average, have you looked at how much it costs you to do the marketing for each one? I'm probably around two thousand dollars in marketing for each one. Okay. So it's not a big spread. It's at this point in time. But you're making progress, uh, especially over five months and with a 
I mean, because when we say five, six months, then we divide that by two because you're gone one every other month. So really three months. Right. How did you pick your joint venture partner? Well, they're, they're actually some of my mentors. So that's, that's how that happened. Uh, my mentor just happened to be in the same town as me. And how much do you pay your mentor? Oh, I don't know about that. I, that was actually a long time ago when I did that. So, I mean, I mean, we would have to contact him and ask him that. Okay. And how long ago did you join? Oh, I've been in it for a while. It, like I said, it took me a while, probably seven or eight months before I got my first deal. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll tie that to the schedule. I mean, it was just, you know, just tough to, uh, to get going. Got it. And, and was it a, uh, just a, a, a one-time fee plus profit sharing model or how, how was it structured? Right. right. That's, that's how that was structured. Okay. Got it. And was that, uh, roughly about the price of like the, the first deal or that one deal, 2,400? Um, it was somewhere around there. Like I say, you know, that's, that's been a while back, so I don't have that number right on the top of my head. Quentin, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Consistency. Be as consistent as you possibly can. Consistent with your marketing, consistent with your phone calls, just be consistent. How do you schedule that in your day? Oh man, I, I've, I'm just learning how to do that, Joe. I, I'm learning how to block out time in my calendar, and and the other thing that I'm really that that's really challenging for me is because my checks they're not very consistent. The marketing isn't consistent, so I believe once the marketing can get consistent, the checks will get consistent. I would agree with that. That's for sure. When you Look at your your business. I mean, you're you're getting started. You're also doing joint ventures whenever you need to uh, because of your schedule. What what have you seen that surprised you over these last seven months that you've started to you know to today where you've done about four or five transactions? The most surprising thing is is how well some people do. I mean, and not. Not that everybody can't do well, but some people just do really well really quickly. And I mean, I, I'm really happy for those. And, and for me, it's just been a little different, you know, due to, to several factors. So like I said, if I can do this, anybody can do it. When you look at the people who are doing well, based on your observations, what are they doing that is allowing them to get to that point? Marketing and consistency with the marketing. Any particular tactics that they're doing that you've seen? Or- um, man, it's it's really the same thing that everybody else is doing: sending out some mail and getting on the phone. Yep, that's what I've seen too. And I personally don't do wholesale, but I've interviewed a whole lot of wholesalers and a lot of them doing a whole lot of deals. And it is the consistency. I completely agree. Um, and knowing that direct mail is not a quick turnaround thing. Although you can catch lightning in a bottle and I've, I've interviewed people who have, and you know, they've, they've got a, a deal after sending out their first round of a hundred mailers or something, but usually right. it's about the fifth, fifth or sixth touch on the mailers that they start getting deals. Right. And, and something else I, I see a lot for the people who don't do so well right off the bat is that they're not so much just not consistent, but they kind of just dip their toe, so to speak, in several different marketing channels instead of just going all out in one place. Agreed.
Always, I always like to have a three to four, but at minimum three different marketing tactics that are out there that are ongoing. I think that's a good rule of thumb. Right, right. And my three for best ever listeners who are curious, one is the podcast. So having you know the, the podcast out there, building a relationship with all of you best ever listeners, two is the blogging that I do uh, on Bigger Pockets. And then three is just the direct relationships that I have um, and the relationships that I continue to, to build both in Cincinnati and also nationwide. So just putting myself out there. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I sure am. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Do you want to learn more about turnkey property investment? Then I would go check out ohiocashflow.com. The founder, Angelo Ramora, has been on the show multiple times, both for Situation Saturday as well as sharing his advice. You can check out his advice, episode 52, and you can check out his Situation Saturday where he talks about some mistakes he made in episode 410. This guy calls himself the real estate dingo. I mean, he's very entertaining. Go to ohiocashflow.com and you're you're able to get a turnkey property investment ebook for free by going to ohiocashflow.com. Best ever deal you've done? Oh, that would have to be the one that I locked up uh, last month that I joint ventured on. I mean, it was an old lady and, and she just, she needed some hope, Joe. She needed some help and some hope and I was able to give that to her. And it was just one of the most amazing things ever. I made some profit on it. My partner made some profit on it. She got what she needed out of the deal. Uh, the buyer got a great home and everybody won. Best ever book you've read? Oh, um, No Excuses by Brian Tracy, I believe it is. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it? Moving to Florida from Texas about seven years ago, it completely turned my life around and um, put me on a path that is, uh, oh man, it's gonna, it's, it's a great adventure that, where I'm going now. What city did you move from in Texas? Uh, McAllen, Texas. Cool. That's down south. Right, down south or right? South? Right, it's down yeah, south, man. Really I grew south. up a mile from the border. Right, yeah, I thought so. What's the best ever way you like to give back? Tithing. That is my thing. And what's your favorite way to tithe? I, any check that comes in, 10% goes straight to the church. What's the biggest mistake you've made so far in real estate? Ooh, I'd say that my first deal that I did, I could have made that more profitable by going in for a price reduction, and I didn't do it. What advice would you have for someone who has a full-time job and wants to get into wholesaling based on your experience? Perseverance, grit, you have to keep at it, and you have to be as consistent as you possibly can. What's the best ever place the best ever listeners can reach you, Quentin? Uh, I'm on Facebook, Quentin Vanderpool. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your insight into how the heck you're managing your schedule and doing wholesale deals while having a schedule where you're working 20 days on and tw 28 days off and 28 days on a boat uh, where you don't have access to really make deals happen. And the answer is joint venturing having a partner that you uh, share 50-50 with on the profits and know, like, and trust. That's how you've been able to do it as well as in the future and right now, but really it's the focus for yours on the future, in the future too, that consistency. I can tell you firsthand, 
that's why I do a daily podcast. And that's how I've, I've raised, I'd say, at least $800,000 from uh, the best ever listeners um, on the deals I do because just continually build relationships uh, and on a consistent basis. Nobody's crazy enough to do a daily podcast like I've done for as long as I've done in real estate. And it takes consistency and grit and determination and, and all those things that you mentioned. So I can tell best ever listeners that it's not just wholesaling, but it is any type of real estate venture or entrepreneurial venture is consistency because a whole lot of people have great ideas, but not a lot of people have the um, drive to do on a daily basis the actions that need to happen in order to have success. So thank you so much. You uh, were really enlightening with your approach and um, really appreciate the time you spent with us. Have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon, Quentin. Thanks a lot, Joe. Bye-bye. Do you want to learn more about turnkey property investment? Then I would go check out ohiocashflow.com. The founder, Angelo Ramora, has been on the show multiple times, both for Situation Saturday as well as sharing his advice. You can check out his advice episode 52 and you can check out his situation Saturday where he talks about some mistakes he made in episode 410. This guy calls himself the real estate dingo. I mean, he's very entertaining. Go to ohiocashflow.com and you're you're able to get a turnkey property investment ebook for free by going to ohiocashflow.com.